I mean, come on, Kyle. Let's see here. I don't even know if I can do this. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, pops, he fires to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into a touchdown! Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down, that's a sack! Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening, buddy? I'm just living the dream, man. Working on a few articles, listening to a little music, watching a little baseball, and uh, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know that yeah. sound. For, oh, you know that sound, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's one of the greatest sounds ever, isn't it? It's It's up there, man. It's up there. It's one of my favorite. So you're just uh, you're just living it up right now, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm rocking and rolling. Yeah. I was on the. Uh, I was telling you before we got on. I was on the bird app. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think you saved me just in time. Yeah. Because I was up to no good. Not surprised. I was up to no good, and. Uh, I was kind of itching, so I was, you know, I was just looking for a fight, and uh, you saved me. So, you know, I, I think I owe you a big thank you because if you hadn't saved me, it was probably not going to end up well. Well, you know, you're you're welcome, buddy. I guess I had pretty good timing when I well, jumped you know, on. I'm not. I say it wasn't going to end up well. I didn't mean really for me, but for somebody, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, it, uh, I'm sure because people been- love me, Kyle. You know they do. You got to give the people what they want, Daryl. That's what we always talk about, right? You know, you really do. You have <laughs> to give the people what they want. They tune in each week. They eat up our content. And they're like, what's these boys going to do next week? Uh, I'm honestly not sure what we, we know what's going to happen week to week. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen when I log on each week. Well, I like to keep it free. I like to keep it live, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know you do. You know, that's how I operate, you know. Even uh, you sang me in with some Metallica. I got to sit in the waiting room and, and listen to almost oh, yeah. a full oh, song. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. rocking some Metallica, a little yeah. turn the page. Oh, nothing, yeah. Nothing gets me more jacked for IDP than listening to you uh, sing Metallica, buddy, I got to say. Well, you know, it kind of it kind of gets me pumped up, you know. Yeah. You Hell, know? I'm pumped. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, we we really don't know what we're doing for a main event tonight. You know, this would kill Dan. He he would be going into a freaking seizure right now. Well, we both had quite the day. It sounded like by our, uh, our oh yeah today our, our back today at work was hell. You know, I, screw I just, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get home until a little while ago, and uh, here we are. <laughs> you know, I mean, you take all the time you need, Kyle. Hey, we'll we'll make it work. But yeah, it's uh two weeks in the books already. 
wild. That's, man. that's crazy. I know it's just two weeks, but man. I mean, it it's a long like we off were, season. Yeah, it seems like we were sitting here waiting for the season. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And you blink and you're two weeks in. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's it, it's a long off season, and then bang, we're two weeks in already, and it's been a pretty crazy start to the year. So, but um, you know, it's, it has been a pretty crazy start to the year. But that's football. Um, yeah, I mean, we thought last year was crazy with all the COVID stuff and all that. This year's even crazier. Fans are back in the stadiums. Um, you know, we had the, the salary cap reduction for this year, all that nonsense, you know, the draft, all that good stuff. And now we're finally, as fantasy managers, we're finally getting to see the fruits of our labor, you know, our draft strategies, our trades, our off-season work that we've put in. So now you're finally getting to see some results of all that hard work. And uh, hopefully it's working out for everybody. I know I've had a good start to the season. And it, well, I'm just above 500, but I've got three or four leagues where I'm just I'm rolling right out the gate. Well, we throw a couple games in, so don't panic yet. If if it's been a, a rough start, I've been kind of in between um, some unexpected duds and here and there and whatever. But it's early, so yeah. No need to panic yet. But, yeah, it's always no, nice know. to get off to a good start. Well, of course there's no need to panic. we got an extra week of uh, football and fantasy very football. True. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 500 for the most part, but I've got three or four leagues where I am straight trucking some people right now. So, uh, you know. Straight trucking. Straight trucking. The Hollywood Express coming. You know, <laughs> horn down, baby. I'm coming. Here we go. Oh, boy. So uh, enough about that. But hopefully everyone's off to a good start. Hopefully they're taking sure. our advice or going against our advice, whichever one. <laughs> as long as they're winning, I'll take it. Yep. <laughs> um, so um, it's on you, Kyle, the news and notes, buddy. All right, bud. Let's do it. Um, first thing here, uh, breaking news. Um, Denver Broncos pass rusher Bradley Chubb re-injured his ankle and is set to have surgery. No timetable for return. Was cleared from a previous injury, and he re-aggravated it. So I believe week one he was out with the ankle injury, came back um, this week and played, I don't know, it was 18, 19 snaps roughly, and he was out again. So this is not good. Yeah, and, I mean, he was, from what I read, he was uh, he was cleared by uh, medical doctors and Felt well, he like had to, he was good to he go. To and, yeah. yeah, he had that cleanup this offseason. So, yeah. Um, the bones but I mean, they real. cleared him to go. And, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. I guess they asked him, and he's like, yeah, I'm good to go. And then, uh, unfortunately, he came out and got hurt again. So, or just aggravated it. So, right. And then, like I said, before uh, we come on the show, I found the breaking news that he's going to have surgery. Looks like he's going to be back at some point this season. Um, no timetable right now, though, right? Yeah, no timetable, but I gotta imagine it's gonna be six, eight weeks at least, at the very least, and then you're gonna mm. have to give me a few weeks to to get back into shape. So, man, what yeah. a bummer, right? I mean, yeah. I, was, I was hoping that you know he had the cleanup surgery before the season. And the hope was he when he was 
he wasn't active week one, but um, but the hope was, you know, this week he would come back and you know Von Miller came back and started off hot right away. Um, he, right. he was awesome week one. He played well week two. So I mean, it would have been um big for that defense and big for fantasy if they were both healthy and back at it, right? Um, so yeah, that's a that's a really good duo. Um, just they can they can really get after it. So big time bummer there that. Chubb re-injured that ankle, and man, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can get get it right and get back sooner rather than later. Wow. Um, yeah. So another uh, injury for the Broncos. Uh, another unfortunate injury here is Josie Jules out for the season. I believe it was a torn pectoral. Um, man, yeah, pretty bad a, one from what I understand. Yeah, such a bummer. Um, you know, contract year for Jewel. So you just hate to see this. Um, first week, he actually played all the snaps and wore the dot. Um, AJ Johnson played like eighty-five-ish percent, I believe, and Josie Jewell played every snap. Um, right. He he was having a good game this week, and then before he got hurt, and man, what a bummer! Um, yeah. initially, initially, I saw shoulder slash pack. They were reassess. They were assessing it, I should say, and then the news came out out for the season. So. Yeah, really, really bummed for Jewel, especially like I said in a contract year. Just hate to see see that happen to a guy that's looking to have a good, another good, solid year and 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 uh, get paid. Yep. So you know, with that injury, you know, we talked about the first couple of years, the team really loved him. All of his teammates loved him. Mm-hmm. There was some mixed emotions, but you know, it seemed to come all together this year. Um, I got to imagine with him out now, the doc goes back to AJ Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you think's the guy that stand, that steps up in Jules' spot here? I think the guy that gets the first shot is is Justin Stranad. Uh, he's the one that came right. in when Jules went out. Um, you know, I'm a fan. I talk about Stranad a lot. <laughs> and any chance I get, Dude, our buddy Dude brought him up as well. Actually, my the first article I ever wrote for IDP guys when I joined a couple years ago was on Stranad. That. That um, that was a fun one, and he was one of my favorite players in that in that uh, linebacker class. Um, so I think he gets the first shot. He came in for him when he went out. Um, I'm really anxious to see what Shernad could do with with some extra opportunities, and um, keep an eye on Baron Browning. Um, you know, maybe they mix him in a little bit if, if they feel he's ready. But uh, Shernad's, you know, Shernad's gonna I think gonna get the first run at it. So, but I yeah. think you know, like you said, uh, AJ Johnson will probably get the dot back and and. Uh, to start, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think he uh, AJ gets the dot back, of course, because he's mm-hmm. more of the veteran of the group. Um, love the Stranod. The opportunity's there now. The mm-hmm. door's cracked open for him. Um, you know, I, I kind of like the bearing Browning, but I think he's more of that outside guy, so maybe he's looking – maybe he's an option over there for Bradley Chubb or whatever. Yeah. Um, we could see some Malik Reed again last year. Malik yeah. Reed filled in nice. Um, yeah, and that's a good point with Browning because, you know, maybe they mix him in. You know, he's he's versatile, so he can play. You know, as, he can rush off the edge if they want him to because he's a you know he's a great athlete and he can get after it. And maybe they mix him in off ball a little bit. We'll see. That kind of depends. You know what what they're comfortable using him. You know how much and where. So yeah, but, um, De- definitely think it's Malik Reed and then uh, Stranod and then I think yeah. Browning gets some. Rotational rips over there on the outside. So yeah. yeah, that'll be one to watch. Um, yep, for sure. 
Grenade's a guy to pick up in your in your in your deeper leagues and uh, see how this goes. Um, like I said, I know our buddy Dooge uh, pegged him as a sleeper before the season to keep an eye yep. on, and and I was a big fan as well. Um, so yeah, uh, if you can, if you got the spot for Schmidt, he's one to pick up to see how this turns out. So, all right. So next, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers outside linebacker T.J. Watt had a groin injury. Injury um, reportedly avoided a major injury on Sunday versus the Raiders. Uh, he left the game, did not return. Um, they also signed Taco Charlton to the practice squad. Um, so I didn't get to see a ton about this today. Like I said, it's pretty busy. But uh, is that the, that the news? Is it's not that yeah, nothing major? I'm- yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they thought the major injury was that he avoided. I just saw the report, okay. and then and then later I saw that it was a groin injury. Um, maybe the groin injury is not wasn't as severe as they thought because those can be uh, pretty bad. They can um, linger, you know. It's definitely. Um, but from everything I'm seeing or have saw have saw. This week is a little bit questionable, but there's a there's a good possibility he returns. But it looks like a week four for sure he'll be back. And then I, I guess the Taco Charlton is just more of a precautionary signing. Um, he keeps bouncing around, you know, Cowboys, yeah. Chiefs, uh, and now Pittsburgh. So he's doing something right for these teams to uh, keep taking a chance on him. I think TJ will be fine. Um you know, it sounds like it's uh, just a kind of a precautionary thing. Maybe, maybe sit him this week, but you know, it's kind of hard to sit somebody if they play. So, I would watch the uh, the injury reports pretty close. If it mm-hmm. looks like he's, you know, tomorrow's Wednesday, so if he's practicing tomorrow, you know, with no restrictions, Thursday with no restrictions, then I think you're pretty good to go ahead and start him. Yeah, definitely want to watch his participation throughout the week here. Um, yeah, he's I a mean, big-time player. Uh, like you said, those groin injuries can linger. So hopefully um, we can get a kind of a clear picture with his practice reps this week and what it looks like. Um, next uh, piece of news, Seattle Seahawks linebacker Bobby Wagner set a franchise record with 20 tackles versus the Titans this weekend. Oh, did he have a day. He yeah, did, himself. and he earned every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you saw it firsthand, so um, I, you know, I saw a little bit of it, but uh, I didn't have that full game here. But, man, um, what a day. And and he had a sack on top of it, too. Yeah, he did. I mean, and most of those tackles – most of those tackles come in the second half. I mean – you know, for yeah. the first half, they, they held the Titans in check. They held Henry in check. Um, I can't remember what the total is between, like, uh, 30 and 50 yards. I want to say 35, but I'm not exactly sure on that in the first half. But uh, as we all know, the King gets rolling in the second <laughs> half, and uh, he yeah. takes no prisoners. He takes he, no prisoners, you know. hundred, I, I think it was 130-something yards in the second half, three touchdowns. Wow. Uh, and something we saw out of him that we're not used to seeing is he was a factor in the passing game, five what? catches for like 60-something yards. So. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a 
big time uh yeah big time day and yeah catching five passes that's for for henry that's big oh yeah, yeah. once he gets rolling man he is he, he's a huge dude he, he's tough to take down he's got wheels he can take it on you so but yeah, yeah wagner but- i mean what what a start for him this year he's got 33 tackles uh and t- t- 33 total tackles 22 solos in a sack through two games. Not bad for an old man, huh? Not bad for an old man. So <laughs> if you're worried about Bobby Wagner at 31 slowing down, I think uh, he's going to be just fine. Um, yep. Yeah, just awesome. Just a, just an awesome, uh, awesome day for him. Um, next, <clears throat> Tennessee Titans cut safety Bradley McDougal. So fill me in on this. Uh, yeah, I, I, this is something else that I kind of saw last minute. Um he you played know, a decent they, amount of snaps this week. He did. They didn't bring back Vicaro because they got a Monty Hooker. He yeah. got hurt. He's on IR. So naturally they started McDougald uh in that spot. And uh, he, you know, he played a pretty good volume of reps. And uh, apparently they're just not happy with the output there. I'm not sure who's gonna replace him. I, that's something I'm gonna have to uh dig into this week hopefully by tomorrow evening i'll have something for you um i'll be digging into the local radio local reports and all that so i'll be letting you know i don't know exactly who that is but uh yeah um clearly they weren't happy right (laughs) definitely um who's left who we got left there you know i don't I mean, Brady Breeze is on IR, so I know they're not going with him. Um, right. Uh, they got Krushink. Yeah, but he's more of a special teams guy. So right, right. He played. Uh, uh, he played thirty six snaps. They got him down. Maybe forward. it's Chris Jackson, who played a lot of snaps last year as a rookie. Okay. And, um, I think he played some this past week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he played 30 at, at safe, this week. I think he played some at safety, so maybe okay. they give him a look. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I'll dig into it uh, tomorrow and I'll get back. But uh, And maybe they do a committee, you know. Maybe they yeah. kind of rotate them around, especially point. with Bayard back there. So maybe yeah. they uh, kind of try to piece it together back there. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Uh, you know, piece it together until your boy Brady Breeze is ready, right? Oh yeah, I can't wait for him to hit the field. <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the notes, and I was like, "Damn, I, you know, I knew McDougal played a good amount of snaps." I'm like, "What?" Uh, if they Breeze, obviously, if Breeze was health, healthy, I think he would be the guy because he just deep down he's a Vrabel guy. Yeah, you know, he, he threw out of practice for beating up his own team. Well, I say beating up his own teammates, but yeah. lighting them up. But that's how he plays, you know. You know, he right. just attacked. So I got to imagine if he was healthy, he would be the guy there. So um, maybe he's coming back pretty soon or Chris Jackson or whatever. Maybe they're going to try to piece it together, but I'll definitely dig into it and let y'all know. Right on, buddy. Um, next we have – oh, you just had to throw this in there, I see. The Green Bay Packers have the lowest sack rate, 1.72% through two weeks. So you must – I don't know what you're talking about, Kyle. Just, you, I'm you, just bringing the news, man. You just, uh, you must have just jumped at putting that in the notes when you saw it. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, it deserves to be in the news and notes because that's horrible. And our defense has been horrible. So, um, well, it hurt that y'all lost to Darius. So. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of our defense, but like, 
somebody's got to step up, right? Uh, Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary. Um, I thought Gary looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought at times he got a cheap sack. I mean, that first one was was a super cheap sack, right? Um, but did he, did he even get credit for a sack there? I don't remember. I, I thought he did. Or, Maybe I'm wrong, have. but I'm pretty sure they credited him for one. I know what player you're talking about. Um, I thought, man, I thought there was times he got hung up when he when he engaged. He he just got stuck, and I'm just like, get off a block, man. I just he, he gets off the line well, and he's explosive. But I was, I, I kind of had high expectations for him Monday night with Zadarius Smith being out and our defense looking bad last week, and I was like, I thought. Gary might be one of the guys ready to to shine in the spotlight Monday night, you know, at Lambeau against the Lions after a bad first week. But I mean, he was wasn't great. But yeah, our defense, uh, boy, this this uh, Joe Barry experience hasn't been great so far. Um, <laughs> I was um, eager to see it, you know, with a new scheme and, and all the talk this off season, and everybody was hyped up and. Boy, has it been a big, uh, big dud to start. Um, I mean, against New Orleans, I know we talked about it last week, but they just ran right through us, and Detroit just moved it on us. And um, I, I, you know, it, it, I should have known something was not going to be great. I knew what should have known it wasn't going to be great when we signed Kevin King back. I thought that was a good idea because once again, Jesus, how long are y'all going to keep this full uh, on y'all's roster? Holy I, shit! I don't know, man. Uh, Stokes played more this week, and I thought Stokes played well. He had the one um, – him and Kevin King got confused in the red zone for that first touchdown. They got crossed up, passing off a receiver, and left Cephas yeah, wide open. Yeah, but you expect stuff like that out of a rookie. I'm fine. Look, I'm fine if Stokes makes a rookie. Put, J- put our boy uh, uh, Shamar Jean Charles out there. He was inactive. Yeah, he, I don't know what the, yeah, the hell's going on there. I don't know. But me and my dad were talking about it before. You know, like we need, to, we wanted to see him and Stokes. Yeah. Like, put the rookies out there because yeah, we, put them out there. They cannot do any worse than what King did. He's garbage. If y'all keep rolling him out there each week, y'all are gonna have some problems. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna have a problem keeping Keystones in my fridge, my man. That's that's a fact. Um, yeah, I mean our supporters, they're they're gonna have to send the supporters a little heavy because I'm gonna have to send you a check for those Keystones, brother. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, I, I know you liked putting this uh, this fact in the notes, but it, it you know what so, he's gonna lie. I was like, you know, Kyle's gonna hate this, but it kind of made me smile when I typed it out there. So you know, I don't hate it because it deserves to be there. Our defense has been bad; and it needs to step up. I know we're missing Zadarius, and it's a big loss. Yes, I agree, it is a big loss. But like, let's go, somebody step up. But I thought Campbell, uh, Campbell. Vondre Campbell, I thought he looked pretty good. I'm like, fine. Yeah, he had a big game. Yeah, um, had the interception, yeah, that, which was an easy was a was a give me interception, but still, right, I mean, still, yeah, he had uh, 13 tackles, I believe, or something. Um, yeah. So, like, so that's uh, this week. He played every snap, wore the dot again, and uh, Chris's Chris Barnes's role. Um, he dropped down to uh, about with 44 percent of the snaps. So his role, he went from playing in 70 percent, 75 ish to uh 44 so they played more dying this week and barnes's barnes's uh you know role took a hit so they're they're going with campbell as as the dude there so um i, I would say if you are a chris barnes manager to temper expectations right now because that 
you know, the, the snaps fluctuated week one to week two, and Campbell's the guy right now. So um, keep an eye on that. But, yeah, hopefully we can get a little more pressure going forward here because we're going to need to do that if we're going to win. Right. Um, moving on. <laughs> you know, I could go on and on how bad our defense has been. So, um, so can I. Enough. So can I. <laughs> no, that's the worst part. <laughs> uh, I'm playing right into your hand here. Um, Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Brandy Graham will miss the rest of the season with a torn Achilles. Um, man, that's that's a brutal injury there. I'm, I'm a Brandy Graham fan too. He's been, you know, he's a Michigan guy, so obviously, but uh. I'm a Michigan fan, but you know he's been good for a long time, and man, that's that's a bummer. Those Achilles injuries are just brutal. Yeah, and I'd have to go back and look at his contract situation, but you know they just extended Josh Sweat. Yep. yep. Um, I think they have Barnett for a couple more years, real cheap. Um. This could be the end, Brandon Graham. It was almost the end of him last year. You know, they right. kind of a last second thing for him getting signed in free agency. So, um, man, I don't, I don't know. They got some young rookies that they drafted there too. So, they got Ryan Kerrigan. Um, yep. it's it's been a rotation with the four of those guys. <laughs> um, I mean, you would think, um, Josh Sweat's role. You know, since I, I think Sweat's super talented, and they just just paid him, um, you, you know, you would think his his role would would increase. Obviously, Burnett's going to get some more, and Kerrigan's going to get mixed in. It's going to be three of them, but uh, I'm in on Josh Sweat. Yep, and they got the Johnson kid that they drafted this year. Right. Yep. 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 So, um, yeah, it's such a bummer for Graham, and um, the rest of those guys are going to. It was a you know rotation of the four of them, so the. The rest of those guys are going to get a little extra run, so let's keep an eye on who's getting a little bit of the extra snaps here. But um, Josh Sweat is my guy there. I think I think he's super talented, and, and uh, the extra work would be good. Um, next, the New York Jets signed linebacker Delshawn Phillips and cut safety Sheldrick Redwine. So Delshawn Phillips played a big role week one. Um, mm-hmm. after, after, after Jamie and Sherwood got hurt and, or he was hurt. Um, and then, um, then this last week it was Quincy Williams. So, um, right. which is interesting. I was reading this and I'm not exactly sure how all this works, but I guess they had signed him to a deal, uh, kind of put him on their practice squad. The Jets did. Okay. And we're, yep. and, and we're talking, yeah, and we're talking about uh, Dale Sean Phillips here. So yep. they put him on their practice practice squad, and for weeks one and two, they called him up both weeks. So maybe there's a rule that if you call him up like that, you got to sign him. But they called him up off the practice squad both weeks one and two, and then this week they signed him. Okay. It said re-signed. Um, so I don't know what the deal there is, but yeah, they signed him. They cut Sheldrick Red Redwine, um, who was a former Brown or whatever, but uh, which I think the writing was on the wall there with some of the younger guys, Michael Carter, Marcus May, those guys. So, mm-hmm. uh, Phillips had a big week one. Um, 
Yeah, he was the guy next to uh, Mosley. Yeah. And then, and then uh, they sent him down to the practice squad. And then this week it was Quincy Williams uh, with 53 snaps. Good for for 91%. And uh, Nasser, Hamza Nasser Dean only saw, you know, 17 snaps himself. So, um, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll see what happens this week in that spot next to C.J. Mosley. But, uh, yeah, Delshawn Phillips, then Quincy Williams in week three. It, we'll, we'll see what it brings. Right, and one thing that I've saw with um, coach, he's not afraid to roll with these rookies on field. Has been that he rolled out there. Um, he's got uh, 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 Michael Carter at safety, who he's rolled out there. The guy at corner. Um, oh, help me. Oh, you're cutting out. Uh, he's got to be a corner. He's not afraid. Brandon Eccles, he rolled him Eccles. out there at corner. Yeah, yep. yeah. Eccles. So, you know, he's got these guys like Mosley and, and Quentin Williams and stuff, but it's like he drafted this year, drafted his guys, and he's like, you know what? We're probably going to suck this year. Rookie quarterback, all this, you know. Uh, we're depleted at running back. We've only got a few stud players, so why not go ahead and get these rookies on the field, get them out there? And I'm loving it. Uh, Michael Carter's a big one at safety. Brandon Eccles has done good. We talked about Dale Sean uh, Phillips. Um, we talked about uh, uh, Nasa Hazramaldine. Um, I think this year is going to be a huge year. I think next year some of these guys, if they can perform well, it's going to be huge for them in year two. Yeah, and how about John Franklin Myers, man? Yeah, and Bryce Huff. Uh, you yep. know, I know you're a you're a John Franklin Myers guy. I'm the Bryce Huff guy, but you know, both of them have been getting a lot of reps and playing really well. So, yep, definitely. Um, next, Carolina Panthers defensive end Yatur Gross Matos with, is likely. Was it said likely or possibly going to miss week three with an ankle injury? Um, yeah, and it's not been a great start to his his second season here. So, um, Ben Brian Burns and uh, Son Reddick making waves there. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> Gross Matos, uh, he's got to get it rolling, but the ankle injury that's that's definitely not going to help. Yeah, I mean, how good has Brian Burns been? Yeah, he he's, is. He's a man. Yeah, he, he looks like the dude. Um, yeah. Uter Gross Matos is – I'm not high on him as a lot of people were coming out of Penn State. Um, yeah, you, you never were a big fan. Yeah, I just didn't see it translating. And, and maybe I'm missing something. If I am, I'll, I'll admit to it. But so far, you know, I've just not seen what everybody else has seen. And – Unfortunately, he's kind of injured now, so you got to wonder. It doesn't sound like it's too bad of an injury, but, you know, I, he's not somebody I'm depending on, and with the injury, I think you're going to pump the brakes anyway and uh, go with somebody else. So. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, last piece of news, uh, Texans linebacker Zach Cunningham was benched for the first quarter against Cleveland in week two for disciplinary reasons. Um, 
yeah, not that's not good. Woo boy, has the questions about Zach Cunningham been rolling in mm-hmm. this this week and last week? Um, you know, our boy Dudes that we've mentioned, he's got him in a couple leagues. He's been underperforming. You know, mm-hmm. everywhere I've been, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, they're like, what is wrong with Cunningham? And last year he was a, you know, I kind of mentioned, I said, he's going to be a top three fantasy linebacker, and he was, or top mm-hmm. five, and he was. I mean, he was right there with the tackles, all that. Um, one thing is they have moved him from inside or middle linebacker. They have moved him to uh, – Oh gosh, help me! My brain weak just side? Was... huh? To the weak side? To the weak side linebacker, yes. And they have merciless. Is it merciless? Well, no. That him and Kirksey are there. Kirksey is the inside guy. Yeah, but the, but they moved Cunningham from the middle to the weak side linebacker, and it doesn't look like he's picked that up. Now, like you said, he was suspended for disciplinary reasons for the first quarter. I don't know exactly what those were, but. I haven't seen what it was, but uh, I haven't yeah. either. I have I've not heard a word on that, but yeah. um, man, they you know they might want to consider moving him back to the inside because that's that's not good if you're making. I know it's an adjustment, but man, he has been completely off the radar with the adjustment. So yeah, not uh, <clears throat> not an ideal start here for Cunningham to the season. Yeah, and uh, I don't think you cut him. Um, no, I, I do think you, you pump the brakes on him a little bit to see, maybe it's just a learning curve and an adjustment thing. That's going to take a couple of weeks. Um, I think if you're getting into week three, week four, for sure, then I think there's some concern if you've not seen some of the, the numbers out of him that you're used to seeing. Right. And from him. I think, uh, you know, one of the concerns that one of the things that concerns me is if he's not playing well, which he hasn't been. And he's getting if he gets in the doghouse along with that, that's not a good recipe for getting on the field. You, well, know, you, you can look past a few things if you're playing well, but if you ain't playing well and you're and the coaches aren't happy with you off the field, if you're in the doghouse, that's doesn't fare well. So I'm definitely worried about Cunningham here. So let's uh, I guess let's see what week three brings. And that. Um, that wraps up the news and notes, my man. Yeah, good stuff, Kyle. Um, I mean, I looked. It was a lot more offensive news and notes. Um, I know the Superdome caught on fire today. Somebody was injured. Not exactly sure what happened there. Um, just interesting that uh, – or not the Superdome, the uh, – ah, New Orleans. They're done. Yeah. Cut, on fire, cut on fire today. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah. I know somebody got hurt, but uh, haven't read up or saw a lot more on that. And then I uh, saw some stuff. I know this is not quite IDP, but um, John Elway is interested in ownership or some ownership of uh, the Denver Broncos, and so is Peyton, Ma- Peyton Manning. Um, wow. He- it cost a lot to be an owner, and from what I've been reading, neither one has the full um, 
the full capability of taking over zoning or as far as money wise, because, you know, you can invest and be an owner, but then you got to have the money to kind of bankroll uh, the system, you know, your moves, all that stuff. So maybe they're part of a bigger group that it's like a group action. So that was something I saw today that was kind of interesting. Um, just, you know, he won a Super Bowl there. Elway did too. Elway won too. So uh, uh, would be interesting to see him and Elway both um, kind of get in a uh, shared group as uh, owners. And uh, speaking of Manning, have you watched any of the Manning broadcast, him and his brother Eli, where they're doing the Monday Monday night games? So uh, the first week I completely forgot about it. And then this week um, I watched it. It was it was awesome. Um, really? Had, yeah, yeah. It was. I, I liked it. I See, it was, I've not watched any of it. I've, yeah. I just don't know that I can do it. I, now I heard Pat McAfee. Yeah. was the star of the show. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they had Pat McAfee. They had Brett Favre on there. Um, so that was awesome. Me oh, the greatest Packer ever, Brett Favre. Yeah. I should have hey, watched it. He's he's the man. He's the man. Um, so that was really cool. You know, Packers and <clears throat> Lions Monday night, you know, listening to Peyton and Eli and then Favre on there. Gronk was on there for a little while at first. Um, yeah, then Favre and then McAfee at the end. And he was it was it was so funny too because McAfee was totally sweating the uh the spread. It was it was uh, eleven and a half was the line, I believe, Green Bay. So uh, Detroit's driving down at the end, and you know they. I think they got to like the twenty yard line, and they took a couple shots or took one shot at the end. And, and McAfee was sweat. He, he had a bet on it, so he was he was sweating the line. So that was pretty funny. Um, I had a bet on it too, so <laughs> I was sweating it. But uh, yeah, that was uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Just their uh, you know their breakdowns and what they're seeing and, and what they what's a, you know what their predicting is going to happen. And, and um, you know, there was the one series, which I agree with them is before halftime when Detroit was coming down and green Bay was playing man coverage down near the red zone. And, and Peyton's like, I, and Eli both didn't understand it. He's like, because that's a, they're, you know, them being quarterbacks are like, this is exactly what you want to see as a quarterback. Cause you know, you can take a shot. You the back shoulder throw will be there. And, you know, you don't have to worry about throwing against the zone and, you know, not putting enough air on it and throwing it to a guy sitting on it and this and that. They were explaining it. It was just cool to hear them break that down, you know. Right. Um, just just a totally different uh, view of the game from those guys. So that was, yeah. I thought it I thought it was awesome. And Pat, Mac, Pat McAfee was hilarious. So that yeah, was cool. I heard McAfee was uh, – he's one of the better ones. And I hate that I missed that Gronk was on there because, yep. you know, Manning does a lot of good commercials, but – Gronk and his commercials, Ma, where's my football <laughs> pants? I mean, that's come on. He's giving him a run for his money, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was cool, man. I enjoyed it. I'll I'll tune in again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I just didn't think I've not looked at it the first two weeks because I just I don't know that I want to be took away from the game. You know what yeah. I mean? I I want to watch the game because I can kind of tune out. Brian Greasy and those guys on Monday night. Not that right. they do bad, but I can kind of tune them out and just watch the game. Sure. Uh, you know, if I'm watching the Manning uh, broadcast, I, I don't know that I can do that. If I'm listening to what their banter is, 
I don't know if that's going to take away from me watching the game. So, I mean, this is coming from a guy who sits here, does a podcast with music blaring in his ears and like five other things going on, man. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got, I've got, puddle, I've got puddle of mud going right now. <laughs> see, but see, mu- that's different. Music makes me think. Music makes me All concentrate. Right. Music puts me in my zone. Hey, who am I I'm, to ever doubt you, buddy? Don't That's doubt. why you're Hollywood. That's why you're yeah. Hollywood. You Got to give the people what they want, Kyle. Damn you right. know. But yeah, um, I'll definitely uh, drop by and check it out and see what it's all about. But, but I, I don't know. There's just something. If I'm, I guess, if I'm tuned in, knowing that I'm listening to them, because really, if you're if you're watching the Manning cast, you're tuning in for the banter. Right? You're tuning in for us. Our banter. <laughs> so, you know... Well, you, I, I would say their insight's probably better than ours. Well, I'm sure their insight's <laughs> better, but the banter, you know, you know, with Eli yeah. knocking... I heard Eli knocked on Peyton because the helmet wouldn't fit, you know, a fire oh, yeah. or whatever, so... Yeah, plenty of that. I, for me, if I... I just know if I'm tuning in to that, that's what I'm going to be focusing on rather than the game. Um, I, I'll check it out, but I just don't know that that's something I'm going to be huge on. Right on. I get it. I don't we'll question see. my music, Kyle. I don't did. You know? did you I do just... your homework on the on the Black Crows? We already went through this last week. Well, we're going to go through it again. I'm going to retest you because I no, think you I think you hoodooed me, Kyle. That we're moving. I on. think you cheated. Next. All right. Don't be cheating, Kyle. <laughs> Did the test is over? I'm not taking it again. No, you're going to take it again. Moving on. Did you tell me, Kyle? <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we need to pay a few bills. You know, um, it's that portion of the show. I know you guys hate it, but unfortunately, you know, we do have a few costs with podcasting and upgrading our equipment and everything. I'm about to get a new laptop because. This one's outdated, so, but we appreciate it, you know, for listening, you know, when you support our sponsors, you're supporting us. Um, our first one, myfantasyleague.com, they support the listener leagues, um, all kinds of good stuff, you know, for um, IDP Nation Listener League 2, they do the Davy IDP Grind podcast, the uh, Canton side of it. So we thank them for that. They're always on top of everything. We thank Gary Davenport for doing the uh the position updates, that's a job I do not envy him over. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I probably play 80, 85% of my leagues, maybe more than that, probably 90% of my leagues are on my fantasy league. And it's, you know, I'm a big believer you get what you pay for. You know, if you want to join these free leagues, that's fine. I get it. You know, you don't want to invest a lot in it. But as far as customization, you know, uh, the help tickets that you can submit and them getting back with all your problems. Um, I know there's another website, and I'm going to mention their name, uh, with the campus to Canton things going on. There's a huge uproar right now. Uh, and you don't have that problem with my fancy league. I know they're not into the Davy stuff right now, but, you know, anytime I've checked into them and said, hey, I've got this issue, They've always answered back quickly. They've always fixed it if there was a problem. So, you know, 
like I said, you get what you pay for. So we thank them for that. Uh, appreciate their help. Um, Action 24-7 Sports. It's a locally owned uh, gambling website for Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. Um, they got all kinds of things going on. I know you hear me talk about them each week. But, man, I, I don't know that I've seen a gambling web, website do as much as they do giveaways out in um, out in the public doing promotions. You, you know, they're in Nashville, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Memphis. They're everywhere. Um, speaking of giveaways, they've had a blast giving away tickets, other goodies on their social media account. If you don't follow them on social media, you're missing out because they're always doing something. They're giving something away or they're saying, hey, Come visit us here. We'll buy you a beer. We'll give this away, whatever. But this week, they're running a contest to win a signed Nate Diaz glove. So be sure to follow at TN Action 24-7 on all platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere social media, go follow them. Uh, if you're huge into UFC, they're giving away a signed glove by Nate Diaz. So that's awesome. Go, yeah, go check that out. Um, uh, live events—they're all over the state. Like I said, doing live events each weekend. Um, again, follow their social media. They'll say, "Hey, we're here." You know, come check us out. Swag. Uh, you know, they've even bought some people a free drink that's uh, come and check them out. So they're everywhere, Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, Knoxville, everywhere. Go check them out. Um, and then the deposit code. They're, they continue to do this. And like I said, when you support them, you're supporting us. So if you're a first-time depositor, go to Action 24-7. Use the promo code HOLLYWOOD100. And... They will match you 100% up to $400. So if you make a $400 deposit, they're going to give you $400. That's $800 in gambling money uh, to make your bets. And they're always doing all kinds of crazy uh, promotions. If you'll check, you know, check them out. If not, check me out because I'm retweeting all theirs. You know, $5 bet on this, you get this much or whatever. They've got all kinds of stuff going on. Be sure to check them out. Like I said, we thank you so much. Um, when you support them, you're supporting us. We do have a few costs because, you know, we don't ask for uh, donations or anything like that, which if you want to, hit us up, let us know. DM me, I'll, I'll give you the link or whatever. But, you know, we do have a few uh, expenses with the uh, with the equipment and stuff like that, and, and we greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Definitely appreciate it. So we're two weeks in, Kyle. Yeah, we are. Um, has there been anybody that has stood out to you that that you think has performed better than you thought they would? Or has it performed as good as you thought they would? Um. I, you know, I know we already talked about this, but, you know, Zach Cunningham, that's been a disappointment so far. Um, right. You know, it's like 
you know, I know we already talked about it a bunch, but he's one, you know, we, we all thought he would be racking up the tackles once again, considering Houston's better than we thought they were going to be. Yeah, especially offensively. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just has a whole. Um, yeah. So, you know, he would be one. I know it's been a slow start for Jamal Adams for what we're used to. Um, but, you know, better days ahead. Uh, Jeremy Chin, too. You, you'd think better days ahead for those guys. Um, a couple of the situations, um, you know, the the whole Arizona linebacker deal. Um, we're two weeks in now, and it's been Jordan Hicks both weeks, you know, as, as the guy. So it, it looks like they're going to go with the veteran, and the Zayvon Collins deal is going to have to wait. Um, you know, we were – you know, not everybody was taken by surprise by it, but you know, I know me and you were. I, you know, just because reading through the off season, they they were talking about how it was going to be Zayvon Collins and Simmons and Hicks is on the trading block and this and that. And um, I mean, bang right out the gate, it's been Hicks. You know, just about every snap, pretty close to it, and uh, it, through two weeks, and that's what it is. And then um, you know, this week in Cleveland, um, with with Anthony Walker out, um, you know. It was him as the anchor, you know, holding right. it down, and then a rotation. And with him being out with that hamstring, you know, what, what was that going to look like this week? And, um, you know, shout out to our buddy Mike Waller. He had, you know. Oh, yeah, he was on top of for sure. I mean, nobody's more dialed in than, than him as far as uh, at Cleveland defense probably. You know, it, he knows what's up for sure, and he called it Malcolm Smith. Um, he was likely the guy and ended up being Malcolm Smith, you know. So shout out Mike. He nailed it. Um yeah, Malcolm Smith, 95% of the snaps, called the plays, and the rest was a rotation. So we didn't – JOK's usage didn't uh, take a jump or anything. So it looks like uh, Smith is going to take over that spot, and the rest is a rotation. So that's kind of how that worked out. And, um, yeah, so that was a couple of spots. And then, like, um, how about your boy Gregory Russo this week? Man, boy. Huh? I'm telling you. Boy, did he come out just freaking straight balling this week. Um, just five, five tackles, three solos, two set, two tackles for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits. Yeah, so. I mean, he was on fire right out the gate. Uh, you know, I long said it, even with the uh, taking the season off due to COVID last year, you know, he said that last year, and I was like, he's the best pass rusher in this class, hands down. Um and I still believe that. Uh, I think he's going to be better than JOK. I think he's. I think he's a better pure pass rusher than Parsons. I think Parsons is still the one hundred one overall IDP, but because he can do so many things, linebacker, edge, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Russo, man, he has uh he made a statement last week against the Dolphins, and some people are like, Well, it's the Dolphins, and I get that, but uh yeah, I think with what they're trying to do with what Sean McDermott wants, and we seems like we talk about this each week, but right with what he wants to do, his philosophy, I think Russo's the perfect guy, and I think you know you a lot. Parsons is my favorite to win defensive rookie of the year. I like Collins. I like Davis, but my dark horse, and I I don't know that he's a dark horse. I think it's Rousseau with what he can do up there in Buffalo. Um, 
what's your thoughts on Pars or uh, on Rousseau, and uh, what do you think about Parsons? Um, yeah, I mean Rousseau, um, he, he was awesome this week. Um, it's exactly what you want to see. He led the the Buffalo rotation in snaps. Um, he played 49 snaps, good for 66%. So, and he, and he led the way as far as their defensive end rotation. Um, so it's exactly what you want to see there. Um, like I said, he had eight eight pressures on the day, and he turned them into two sacks, two quarterback hits. So that's that's getting it done. And I would expect him to lead this this group in snaps going forward. I mean, he's the best. He's the best there, and um, you know, he's making a case to not take him off the field. I mean, obviously you're not going to keep him out there every play. Cause it's just not how it works uh, in Buffalo or in most places. Defensive defensive ends don't play every snap, but um, I mean, he should, he should have a real solid snap share here going forward. Cause he's going to be tough to take off the field um, Parsons. So this week was super interesting. As far as Parsons goes, if any of you guys were uh, following along on, on Twitter, a lot of people were talking about it from the IDP uh, side of things. Um, Dallas, is down pass rushers with Demarcus Lawrence out. Um, Randy Gregory was out on the COVID list. So they were hurting big time at defensive end. So they straight up shifted, uh, straight up shifted uh, Parsons over there. And um, that was, I mean, that the defense needed somebody to, uh, to step up and get some pressure. And, and Parsons was, was the guy that was asked to step up. Um, so, as far as his snaps this week, he played all 39 of his defensive snaps on the defensive line. Um, so that's, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to get mixed around or not, you know, moving there. Was he going to play just pass rush third downs here and there? But he played all 39 snaps on the defensive line. Uh, they just needed they needed somebody to step up there, and he did a good job. Um, so with him playing on the defensive line, that led to more snaps for uh, Jalen Smith. Uh, Jalen Smith played 54 snaps, good for 76% this week. Um, Keanu Neal played 51 snaps, good for 72%. And then Leighton Vander Esch was 37 snaps for 52%. So Vander Esch and Smith got a little more run this week. Uh, Neal has been playing more than both those guys played more than both those guys the first week but yeah it was it was full-blown parsons on the defensive line and and um so we'll, we'll have to see what they do this week because um randy gregor will be back um so i guess i mean i i think randy gregory's solid so um when, when he's right so um I guess we're going to have to see what the word on the street is with that Dallas defensive situation as far as defensive end and linebacker goes here um what, what's your take with that yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, Gregory being back, like you said, when he's right, the potential's there. Uh, right. He can hold down that. Um, you know, losing Demarcus Lawrence kind of hurt. Not exactly sure how long he's going to be out, but uh, yeah, he's going to be on a know, lot. I don't, I don't know if it was full season as a broken foot or something. I believe, like, yeah, I saw it at one point, but it's he's going to be on a while. I, I'm pretty sure. So, but with him and uh, Gregory out, you know, they had to put Parsons up there. Mm -hmm. The thing about Parsons, and I don't know that a lot of people know this. I'm sure if they listen to us, they probably know it because I've mentioned it. But Parsons started out in high school as a defensive end, so this is right. not like it's something completely new to him that he's never done before. 
So, you know, he I know it's high school, but he does have that knowledge, that experience of playing the position. Um, went to Penn State as a defensive end. They transitioned him to uh, linebacker. He played outside linebacker freshman year, moved to inside linebacker, middle linebacker his sophomore year. Um, so he's super talented. Can I just think he's one of those players that it doesn't really matter where you play him, where you line him up. He's going to mm-hmm. be a stud. He's going to be a star. He's going to produce. Yep. Right. The only problem and I, is, and I think, is, I was going to say, the only problem is, I agree with you on that, is you can, you can play, it's for the Dallas defense, it's great because you can put him around defensive line, you can put him at linebacker. But I mean, for his, as far as production as a linebacker for IDP, playing the defensive line snaps isn't great, you know, because you just don't get the tackler opportunities. So that's why it's something to watch. But true. I agree with you. Very, it's very it, true. You know that's that's the the one deal yeah. is is as far as him being a linebacker designation and playing this playing last week thirty nine. I mean he, he still got he still produced for it. It was fun, but it's not. His, yeah, it, I mean in fantasy, yeah. and that's we're a fantasy podcast. You're exactly right. right. If they're going to play him at defensive end, that kind of devalues him. Um, I mean he can still have the big weeks with the sacks. I think he'll get that there. It just limits his tackle floor is all because he's not off ball chasing, you know, and but um but yeah, so just you know, this just something to think about. But I mean, yeah, great for the Dallas defense to have a guy you can use like that. It's just awesome. Yeah, and I and I don't think he's gonna stay at defensive end. I think they're going to you know, they get Lawrence back, they get Gregory back, they're gonna get some other pieces probably up front. Um right. I think you're going to have to pump the brakes just a tad this year with Lawrence out, with Gregory the unknown, um, and they don't have a lot of depth. So maybe he sees right. some reps up at defensive end, which is not ideal for fantasy. Uh, but don't but panic. It's good for Dallas's it, defense. Yeah. It, it's good for Dallas's defense, but don't panic if he plays a lot more defensive end this year than linebacker. Right. That's going to change. We, we have already seen what happens when he's at linebacker. Jalen Smith mm-hmm. takes a reduced role. LVE with his yeah, injuries yeah. takes a reduced role. Uh, you know, they've got a, they've got a player in, uh, like Chauncey Goldston who could step up. He's a rookie too from Iowa. Uh, more of that yep. – Pure defensive end. Don't you smile at me, Kyle. I know what you're thinking. Iowa. Go when Hawk. I said Iowa. Go Hawkeyes. Go Hawks. That's right. <laughs> five and O Hawks. Or not five and O, but number five Hawks. They're a two yeah. and O. But They're I good. mean, they produce they produce those big defensive ends. Mm-hmm. Um just be patient with Parsons. Don't overreact to him playing defensive end and seeing a reduced role as far as opportunity. I don't want to say reduced role, but reduced opportunities because of where he's being played. Just be patient. It's going to happen. We we already know he's the linebacker of the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, no, I, for sure. Um, while we're on it, um, as far as rookie pass rushers, I know we talked about Rousseau, um, but there's a few other guys that have been making some noise too right off the gates. And, um, you know, Odafe Owe out in Baltimore, um, he's been – producing right off the get-go here for for Baltimore. I mean, week one, 
um, 48 snaps, 56%, and he got a sack right away, his first career sack. And then this week he played 38 snaps, which was 75%, and he came up big time with a, a forced fumble and recovery to seal the game. So Yeah, I mean, and, and we had a red. this is one of our questions, uh, A.J. Stryker, 26, from Reddit. You know, he, he's wanting to know our thoughts on Oway. Um, I'm going to pump the brakes. I mean, he's – he looked good this week. Um, Played good week one. Yeah, I'm just – I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer that if you don't do it in college, you're not going to do it in the NFL. Now, I know there are exceptions, and maybe Kayvon Chason has kind of ruined me on that. You know, he was on the best defense Chase in college on. football, and he couldn't do it, and he's not been able to do it in the pros. So, uh, I think – you know, away he didn't have a lot of production in college. Now the argument is, well, he opened things up for everybody else. That's true, um, and maybe he's the exception here. Um, I think he has a good opportunity in Baltimore. Yes, uh, I think that's a that's huge for him. You know, it's it's one thing to be talented or whatever, but if you don't get the opportunity, it doesn't matter how talented you are. So. Um, I think with Judon gone and them needing this pass rush help, the opportunities there for him, I like the potential upside. But for me, I think he's still – I think his flo- his floor is still too low for me. So I don't want to take that chance until I see some more from him. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm opposite. I mean, I, I'm, like when, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of way. I know um, – I'm, I, I go for more of the uh, size, speed, you know, athletic freak uh, player, you know, defensive guys coming out. Um, although he didn't have the production, I mean, the upside was there with – like he tested off the charts or whatever. But um, he's he started off these first two weeks uh, with a bang. He got a, got a sack week one, like I said. And uh, this week he came up with the big force fumble and recovery, added three solos, a tackle for loss, and a quarterback hit with that. So um, his snap share is real solid for a rookie right out the gate. Um, he's produced. I mean, obviously you want to see it. You want to see a little bit more too. It's only been two games, but um, I, I like the role for him. I like the production, and I like the snap share out the gate. So um, I, I'm liking Owe. Um, I think I think he could be something there, and especially in leagues where he's got the DL edge eligibility. Um, that's huge for him, I think. So. Um, I, I'm definitely – I know I'm higher on him than you, and I'm pumped about his start. And I agree. Maybe we want to see a little bit more too, but uh, I agree with you there. But I, it's been definitely a promising start, so I'm, I'm liking some OA. Um, another uh, rookie pass rusher, like I said, while we were talking about him, was our our buddy Dooge's boy, Peyton Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, at, that Dooge has been on Turner for a while, um, and we finally got to see it. And, uh, you know, uh, Marcus Davenport's out with that strain peck. And um, Turner got to play 31 snaps this week, uh, 41%. And he turned that into five tackles, uh, four of the solos, um, three tackles for loss, a sack, and a quarterback hit. So talk about making good use of your reps. That's, uh, that's a heck of a start for him. And, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know Carl Granderson outsnapped him this week by 14 he played 45 snaps. Turner played 31 snaps, but that gap will probably close pretty quick because Turner, um, he, he played well right away. 
Um, so what, what, what are you thinking on Turner? Yeah, I mean, our like you said, our boy Dude, he's one of the first ones to uh, – He certainly was. To, to hop him up. And uh, I, I, I like him there. I think Zach Bond was more of a failed experiment kind of. I don't want to say failed, but just hasn't quite panned out to what they wanted. Um, Marcus Davenport, there has been so much hype around him coming out of the senior bowl a few years ago. Just kind of hasn't lived up to the hype. Then he got hurt. Um, come out this year was looking good, and now he's kind of hurt again. Um, so for Turner, again, it's all about opportunity, right? Um Davenport's out, Turner's in. He took full advantage. I think as long as he keeps taking advantage, I think he makes Davenport obsolete. Mm. Uh, well, I don't want to say obsolete, but maybe pushes him back to a secondary role. Um, if Turner can't capitalize on this, then I think he's just kind of a mediocre player. But from what I've seen, I like his I like his chances. I mean, he come out mm-hmm. and took full advantage of the opportunity this week with his performance. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm liking Turner right now. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, he was he was an active week one, and then this week, just boom, he got his he got some got some opportunity and just ran with it. So, um, love to see that. Was there uh, anybody um, that you you know? I know I said. Zach Cunningham was one we both talked about that has had a slow start. Any anybody that's had a slow start or a hot start that's been a surprise for you? Um, sorry, I'm trying to answer a listener question here, and while you're, um, we got a live listener question. Well, he's DMing me, and it's funny because we're talking about. Um, this would be new. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're talking about Zach Cunningham, and that's kind of where he's asking. He, and I'm trying to go back here. Give me just a second. I was trying to answer his question. He's like, um, would you trade Zach Cunningham for any of Derek Barnett or Gregory Rousseau? Um Right off the top, I don't know that you're trading for Barnett because Barnett, as much as I love him, he's been a little bit lacking. Russo, the upside potential is off the charts. And this is from uh, Santucky14 off of Twitter. It, he's always asking me questions, so uh, shout out to him. Um, sure. My response to him is, and he also added Josh Sweat in the mix. I think he's kind of right there with Barnett. Um, I know Brandon Graham would kind of mention maybe on the way out, you know, he's out with an injury. Maybe, you know, they just signed Sweat. Barnett may be next. Um, but getting back to Cunningham, I told him, I'm like, if you need help at linebacker, I don't know that I trade him just yet for one of those. Certainly not Barnett. Maybe not Russo because it's so unproven. Um but if you're okay at linebacker, then there's a discussion to be had because then maybe I trade Cunningham for a Russo plus. And he comes back and said, I had Eric Wilson, Roquan Smith, Devondre Campbell, Juwan Bentley, 
Aziz Alshear and Sherwood at linebacker, including Zach. So uh, looking at that, Eric Wilson, Roquan, Devondre, Bentley, Shaheer, Sherwood. If you can get Russo plus maybe a solid linebacker, maybe a tier, a low end tier two, tier three linebacker plus Russo, I'll take Cunningham. I'll trade Cunningham, I mean. Um, I know I've been one of his biggest advocates, but. You know, with the position change, the lack of production. I getting in the, the doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, getting suspended for the first quarter with Russo's upside. You give me Russo and – oh, shit. Give me Russo in a second. You can have Cunningham all day long. Yeah. I... Give me Russo and a third. <sighs> CIDP because everybody doesn't think like we do. I think if you can get Russo in a third, if it's an early third, I think you take it. Yeah, I'm um, cashing out. I'm. I mean, in Dynasty, yeah, I'm cashing. Yeah. Out. I mean, I know you're you're a little higher on Cunningham than I am. I've always been a little worried with his play, but uh, not a great start to the year. Russo is a young, promising defensive end. Uh, he looked great this week. Well, here's yeah. the other thing. Here's the other thing. Because me and you, we, we play in a bunch of leagues together. We play in a bunch of leagues where we're not in. But most of our, most of our leagues, you're starting defensive ends. So it's kind of position specific or specific. You know, it's not the uh, general leagues where you start defensive linemen. Now, we do play in those leagues, but – the linebacker position is so much deeper with quality and quantity than defensive end is. Mm-hmm. So we're in a position specifically. You offer me Russo and a third for Zach Cunningham. I'm going to take that because I know that I can – trade for another linebacker because that position is so much deeper. Defensive end, let's face it, you've got, what, six to eight, maybe, maybe six to eight top-end defensive ends. And then after that, it kind of really, really, really falls off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can get Russo in a second, I'm smashing. If you can get Russo in an early third, I'm probably still smashing. Now, the conversation would be Russo, mid-third, late-third. I'm probably still taking that because I know what I can get at linebacker in most leagues because I know what most leagues, even some of my best leagues where fantasy managers are really knowledgeable at IDB, the linebacker spot is just so deep, I can make it up there. So, Mm -hmm. um to uh, Santucky 14, I would say I would start at Russo in a second. And then if you can get Russo in a third, be done with it and go on. Yeah, I I would take uh, Russo all day. So um, how about that? A live question. That, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was interesting that we were uh, we were talking about Cunningham, and he kind of hit me up in my DMs over that. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I didn't mean to get off track. Um, hey, that's you what were we asking do. Me if, if anybody surprised me, good or bad. Good or bad. Um, oof. You know, Daniel Hunter. He's I was back. just gonna, I was just gonna say, how about your boy Daniel Hunter? And I'm a huge Hunter fan too. Four sacks for two games, love it. Yeah, I, I don't love know. it as a Packer fan. I know I say that all the time, but <laughs> but I'm happy to see Daniel Hunter back and, and doing his thing. You know what? It's all about health with him. I know he was kind of banged up last year, missed the whole season with the neck thing. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, that's behind him now. Um. Look what he did this week, and he did it against Arizona and Zach uh, – not Zach, um, Kyler Murray, who is a really fast, mobile quarterback, and he still got his. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Now, the question is who's playing opposite of him that's going to take some pressure off of him, off of him? and I don't know that it really matters. You know, they brought back uh, – Griffin, who's kind of been hurt. They have Stephen Weatherly. They have um, DJ Wanamaker. Yeah, DJ DJ, DJ Wanamaker. He he played a ton of snaps this week. He played almost as many as Hunter. Hunter played fifty three snaps. Wanamaker played fifty one. And I think Wanam benefited from being thrust into a major role last year. You know, right. Hunter was he out. You know, they didn't have a whole lot else. So I think he learned a lot. Um, I'm a huge Daniel Hunter fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, long as he's healthy, he's he's top three. Yeah, I, you know I'm thinking. Uh, put me on the spot. I'm gonna say no particular order. I'm gonna say Chase Young, Daniel Hunter, Nick Bosa. Who's been off? Who's who's also off to a great start? Three sacks. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are gonna rest me and say. Miles Garrett, but I've seen Miles Garrett. I know what Miles Garrett can do. He's good, but not great. I think Hunter can be great. I think Nick Bosa can be great. Um, I think Chase Young is a generational player. Um, I think he's just young. He's got to put some things together. But defensive ends, those are my top three, and I don't think the rest of the class is even close. Now, I do think Rousseau – is a guy that you want to keep an eye on. Um, but, yeah, those three right there, that would be my top three. So, I mean, I'm – Daniel Hunter back, yeah, it, it's game over if he's healthy. Right on, man. No, it's, I dig it. I dig it for sure. He's been awesome. Okay, let's see here. Uh, anybody else that you've um, impressed with, not impressed with? Um uh, obviously, Max Crosby. Um, that first week was Monday what night. A week he was, one performance from yeah. him. Uh, week <sighs> two wasn't as flashy performance, but he still had he had five quarterback hits this week. I mean, yeah, but I mean, let's be realistic. You're not going to expect the numbers or the production that he had week one. Oh yeah, it was, week. it was it's pheno- just no, not yeah. realistic. Absolutely phenomenal week, but I mean, still this week, I mean, he was still getting after. He had five QB, two tackles, a tackle for loss, and five QB hits. That tells you he's, 
he's making shit happen. I he's mean, he's just playing. Yeah. 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 He's playing great. Um, yeah. Cross it's, I'm so happy to see that, you know, he, he's healthy he's, and he, he's sober. Like he had talked about battled with that last year and um, he's playing fantastic. Feeding off, so. of, off of Darren Waller. How great a story was that? Yeah. Very cool. Um, Thought he couldn't cro- do it. Didn't mm-hmm. think he could do it. And he saw Waller and it, it kind of inspired him. I mean, that's. Yeah. Very awesome. Yeah. That's um, great, man. Great story. And it's just, just, it's just great to see him play so well. Um, I just thoroughly enjoy watching Crosby play. Dude just doesn't it, stop. And it's, yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's his high motor. Relentless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heard yep, me he's... say it before. He should have been the new overall pick, not Cleon Farrell. Yes. Yeah. Talk about. Uh, Who was getting... inactive. They they blew that pick and got themselves a gym. You know, Crosby in the, was it fourth round? Which, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not going to bash the Raiders over the pick. Maybe I bashed them over taking him number four overall, but let's face it. Most of us thought Kalim Farrell would be a solid NFL player. Uh, right. And for whatever reason, man, he has just freaking face planted. Um, yeah. You know, I, I started tracking him, tracking him last year, and he went, what? 19, 20, 21 games in a row without a sack. I mean, it just the writing was on the wall. And for whatever reason, if you're new to IDP, new to IDP Nation, and you have Farrell, get him off your roster. I mean, he was a weekly inactive last week. I don't know if he was in week two, but I know week one he was a, a – Weekly inactive, uh, just, just, I hate to say this, but just a bust at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you can consider what, like we talked, Max Crosby, high motor, relentless, just gives it his all. And now we're in season what two with him. Mm-hmm. Looks like he could be even better. So, um, I like the upside there. Uh, just uh, amazing with him. Yeah, for sure, man. That's no, uh, it's it's great to see. It really is. A lot of big, a lot of big performances to kick off this year. I, w- I want to say two more guys that since we haven't talked about defensive backs, yeah, go um, ahead. Two, just just to hit on a couple of guys that I, I've I've been happy to see back at it is Derwin James, obviously, um, you know, he's been plagued with injuries and he's back to doing his thing. Awesome. Awesome to see that. And uh, uh, Taylor Rapp, I, I'm happy to see Taylor Rapp back to being himself. Last year yep. was super disappointing after his huge rookie season. You know, he was rookie. He put up the hundred tackles and he was, he was something right out the gate. And last year he started, started off on the wrong foot in that Brandon Staley scheme by getting injured and he struggled to pick it up and he got passed up and it was just a disappointing year. And then this year, um, I mean, right off the jump here, he's, he's already got what 19 tackles, uh, 13 solos and a half a sack through two games. Um, so those happy to see those two guys back to work. Yeah. Seeing Taylor wrap back. I don't know what quite happened last year, but, 
you know, seeing him back to his um, elite level is just huge. I'm glad I held on to him. I know a lot of people were, yep. were moving their shares of him or getting rid of him trading. And I was like, I was stubborn. What? I was holding on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, good stuff, man. Sorry, I'm answering questions here. Um, Look at you. I know. Um, so we've talked talked quite a bit here. Um, I know we answered one of our listener questions, but I do have another one from Rhymes with Fine China <laughs> off Reddit. I, I, I <laughs> like always, that. I like yeah, that. I, yeah, I always love these names. But he wants to know, and this is a legit question here. He wants to know how do you determine who to start. He says, I understand snap count leads to better opportunities, but what else am I looking at? I hesitated, tinkered, and overthought every matchup both weeks. In hindsight, it feels like I should start anyone against a garbage O-line that wants to run a lot. Example, Indianapolis. Um, I adopted garbage. I adopted garbage and I'm attempting to rebuild doing IDP for the first time. I'm happy with some of my deep cuts and selections, but tired of leaving all the points on my bench. So this is a this is a new guy, a newbie to IDP. He took over what sounds like an orphan, uh, and it was pretty bad shape. Um, he's he's wanting to know what we look for, Kyle. I mean, what are we what are we looking for on the IDP side um, for who to start? Um, I would say, first of all, is it a generic or a position specifically? In other words, is it defensive lineman, linebacker, defensive back, or do you start specific positions? Defensive tackle, DN, linebacker, safety, corner. That makes a difference. What you're scoring, is it a balanced scoring system? So um, does your D tackles and corners score comparably to your linebackers? And also, do those linebackers, same players, score comparably to offense? Um, schedule is a part of it that I look at. Um, for example, a Bobby Wagner versus Tennessee that, this past week. Uh, right. I know Bobby Wagner is long in the tooth, um, doesn't have a lot. Well, I won't say a lot left in the tank, but. He's be on careful. the back. You be yeah. careful with that I, slander. I know. Dan would, be, Dan would be mad at me, but he should be. You know, let's face it. He's on the backside of his career. Um, careful. <laughs> careful. Thin <laughs> ice. I get it. But if you're going to start him, what a better perfect time to start him than the Tennessee Titans because you know what's coming. 30-plus carries out of Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. And and what did that equate to this week? We just told it at the top of the show. A Seahawks franchise record 20-plus tackles, and that was with a shitty first half. Mm -hmm. You know, Henry didn't do anything in the first half. I would like to go back and look at the first and second half splits of that for uh, Wagner. But going into that game, if I have Wagner, I'm starting him because I know that Henry is getting 30-plus freaking touches a game. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Um, 
outside of that, I mean, it's, you know, I'm not looking, you know, a Wagner or a Devin White or Roquan. I'm not really looking at who's home or away because I don't think that matters. Um, with linebackers like a Devin White, Roquan, Bobby Wagner, you're more veteran guys. I think there's a new trend if they're playing rookie QBs. You kind of lean that way because there's a huge learning curve uh, for rookie QBs. So you might get away with some turnovers, stuff like that. But uh, what are you looking at? Yeah, so I mean, like, you know, the most, I guess, basic response is, you know, start your studs. I know that goes basically any part of fantasy football, um, offense, defense. Um, You know, if you got Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard, Roquan Smith, Devin White, and those top linebackers, you're going to play them, you know, roll them out. Um, Defensive ends, you know, same thing. Daniel Hunter, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, you know, start your studs, even if the matchup on paper isn't, you know, if if you're playing a good offensive line and, you just you gotta you gotta play your studs. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, yeah, you know, like you said, the Bobby Wagner against Tennessee, giving the ball to Derrick Henry, you love that matchup. Um, so if I have a linebackers that are in a similar tier, you know, maybe they're LB two, three ish type guys, and it's a tough decision because it's a pretty flat position, right? You know, the tackle production is going to be relatively close, um, and you have one matchup. You know it they're playing Derrick Henry or they're playing uh, Christian McCaffrey where, you know, he's going to get, you know, 20 carries and, you know, six, seven catches. So that it's going to be active, you know, for, for that linebacker. So I'll probably lean that way. Right. Um, right. In uh, def- defense alignment, um, you know, start, start the studs. And then if you have same thing, if you have guys close in a tier in, in a tier, um, I'll either look at say maybe who's playing a little better right now, who's hot, and also I always like to look at the if if I, if I have a tough decision, I'm always looking at the offensive line and and you know you know how many sacks have they given up, what what kind of pressure rate are they allowing, you know who's wh- where do they rank, where does the offensive line are playing against rank? Because that'll usually give me a a push one direction or the other because you just feel like they have a better chance, right? If they're playing a weaker offensive line, I'm pretty pretty uh, straightforward um, and safeties. Um, I'm always leaning towards safeties that play up, up near the lineup in the box and, um, up or in the slot, you know, um, just, just being up near the line you just, you have, um, way more opportunity to make, to make tackles. You're on the ball more. Um, so that's definitely what I look for as far as safeties go. And, um, and in corners too, if, if you can find corners that move around a bit and leagues restart corners, that's always a good thing. You know, the closer you are up in the box and your line, close to the air to the ball, it just you got a better chance of production. Yeah, man. Love it. Love it. Um, so we kind of took took both of our listener questions that we had. Um, anything else that Stan stood out to you these first two weeks? I know we talked about Parsons, you know, him potentially, you know, week one, he was pure inside or pure linebacker kind of took away from LVE and uh, Smith this week. He kind of transitioned to DN. There's concerns about his value there. We talked about that. Um, 
I know one for me is Nick Bolton. Not to yeah. work on rookies, but you know, he started both games and has been a straight baller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, doing what he does. That's what he did at yeah, Missouri. He's the dude Kansas City. I know a lot of people like Willie Gay, and I still like him, but it's Nick Bolton's show. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens when Willie Gay comes back and what they do. But um, Bolton certainly, um, he's getting snaps and he's getting tackles. That's what he did in college, and he's continuing it in the pros. So um, definitely like to see that. Um, I'm definitely uh, happy to see that at Bolton right away. Um, You know, that – that Las Vegas Raider linebacker situation was a big, you know, what the hell is that going to look like? They traded for <laughs> right. Denzel. They got Corey Littleton coming back, and he didn't play great last year. He played better at the end of the year, and, and Nicholas Morrow played really well at the end of the year. Nicholas Morrow's hurt. So then Nick Kwiatkowski's still there. And then they trade for Perryman. They signed K.J. Wright. And, um, well, through the first two weeks. So is that uh, just a situation that you're avoiding altogether or – is there yes. one of those guys that you're lacking? I actually, um, shameless plug, I, I had Denzel Perryman in my waiver article this week. Um, awesome. The, he'd be the guy that I would target out of the group. If, if he's available, I mean, through his first two weeks, he's played he played 75% of the snaps week one, 76% – sorry, 76% week one, 75% week two. And this week he had 12 tackles, six solos. So, I mean, that's – He's been productive both weeks. Um, he's calling the plays, so he's, you know, he has he has a problem staying healthy. But if I'm targeting one, he'd be the guy. But I was avoiding it to see what this looked like for sure. But that's how that shook out, and it's been um, Littleton led the way in snaps the first week, and this week um, Perryman did. So, but he'd be he's worth a look. I mean, he's he's he's, he's solid against the run. He's just got to stay healthy and keep up that snap share that's more of a you know we're a league where you start three to four linebackers type deal though how about for your titans um what's uh i was gonna ask you this what what's up with uh rashawn evans so jam brown's out this week right and david long leads the way yeah just just about every snap he played 98% of the snaps, and then Rashawn Evans drops down to 57%. Is he just falling out of favor big time there or what? Yeah, and maybe he's just not as good as people thought, which is yeah. crazy talk for an Alabama linebacker. But, yeah, um, you know, they let Jayon Brown walk last year. Of course, he, he had the elbow injury. You know, mm-hmm. didn't quite command whatever in free agency. They so they brought him back because they needed him. Yep. Um, Rashawn Evans. They declined his fifth year option. We've talked about this on the show before, but yep. they declined his fifth year option. I think it's a prove it year for him. Um, I think in Tennessee, you could. The possibility is both of those guys could be gone next year because, you know, if Rashawn doesn't have a good year, they've already declined his fifth-year option, so they're not going to bring him back. Mm -hmm. If Jayon Brown, who they got on the cheap, if he does do what they expected, he's on a one-year deal. So next year he's probably going to command 
big money, which tells me they're probably not going to bring him back. I could see David Long being the guy next year in 2022. I could see a guy like Monty Rice if he can do well. I, I could see him being a guy in 2022. So I think, man, I, I think Tennessee's linebacker situation could either be completely different or completely the same. Uh, you know, if Evans does really good, which he's not done so far, but if he does really good going forward, they probably try to re-sign him because I know they've said, well, we're going to try to get something done in season, which mm. is code for, you know what, you're going to have to show us something or we're not <laughs> going to – I mean, that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and with Brown, you know, they got him on the cheap for because of an injury. If he balls out, you know, he's like, you well, you got me cheap last year. You're not getting me cheap this year. So – I, I think – I honestly think Tennessee's linebacking core is going to be completely different next year. Yeah. If you, ha- if you have David Long because of the value they got him at, price tag, keep him, he's going to be the guy or one of the guys. Uh, you know, St- they Stash some Monty Rice then if you can. Yeah, yeah I think I, I like would that. stash some Monty Rice. Uh, I like that. Keep a close eye on him and see what he does this year. Good stuff. Uh, I mean, that's the way the NFL now. I mean, they're going to – you're going to sign these rookies. You're going to draft these rookies and sign them, and they've got you, – you know, we saw it with Tennessee already with Corey Davis. Injured, you know, super high potential, but injured, just never lived up to the billing. What do they do? See ya. Mm-hmm. Now he's in New York. I think you see the same same thing with Evans. If he doesn't ball out this year, he's gone. Um, I think it would take a drastic turnaround for yep. that. I do think Jayon Brown has the better chance to stick than Evans. Uh, Jayon Brown's a hell of a linebacker. He is, it but, I, but, but if health, he has a good health. year, if he has a good year, he's going to command a ton on free agency and with Tennessee kind of kicking him to the curb last year over an injury, you know, I can see that grudge, you know, well, you didn't want to sign me last year to a big deal because I was hurt. You thought I was done. You got me on the cheap. It's not going to happen this year. So I kind of see the game. So you've got a Monty Bryce, you've got a David Long already in the roster. I think those are the two guys you want to target. Because they're gonna they're gonna be very cheap for you in fantasy. Yeah. Even if somebody owns them or has them on their roster, you can trade for them for pennies on the dollar. You know, we we talk about my IDP stock market. That's what you're looking for: penny on the dollar stocks, penny stocks, stuff you can invest in super cheap. Big that payoff. potentially has that big payday, that big return. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm. Rice, uh, David Long, even a Rashad Weaver at defensive end, because I think, let's face it, Harold Landry, his name is going to be coming up this year or next year. That's a, that's another guy. Dupree's not going nowhere, so Landry's going to have to step up. So mm-hmm. some of those guys like that, I think, you know, if they don't get their shit together this year, they're gone. Yeah, and I'll be curious to see. And Tennessee's already set that precedent with a Corey Davis, with a Jarrell Casey. 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah, another guy. I, you know, or, uh, not Monty Hooker, but uh, Kenny Vaccaro, you know, mm-hmm. super good, strong safety for the Titans. But you know what? They said, we've got a Monty Hooker. We believe in him and he's way cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's the MO. It's kind of that New England MO. We're not going to pay for you, you know. You want to stay here? You're going to take our deal. If not, we'll move on and go with the young guys. Yeah, and I'll be curious to see um, this coming week what happens if Jam Brown's back, what Rashawn Evans' snaps look like, and what David Long's snaps look like alongside of him. Right? That'll be yep. uh, that'll be an interesting spot to watch. So, um, yeah, good stuff, man. I, I was curious to get your take there on that Tennessee linebacker unit. I dig it, my man. Cool. Um, so we, like I said, we kind of done answered both of our questions that we had. Um, we didn't really have a plan, but we got into some stuff. I mean, I think that's kind of what people want to hear. Is there, is there anybody, you know, we'll kill a few more minutes here. Is there anybody that you're maybe targeting? Not necessarily a rookie, but is there any IDPs you're kind of targeting? Um, that are super value-wise are super low, but you think are going to produce a high return? Um, I know I think a guy that I would want to target right now, and I know you're a big fan of this guy, is Logan Wilson um, for the Bengals. Because we weren't sure, you know, Cincinnati's had this trend of playing linebackers 70%, you know, just kind of in that area, three of them around that that area. And then this week we see – Logan Wilson jump up to 95% of the snaps. And um, yeah, that's, that's what you want. That big healthy number. And he's been, he's been performing. And um, you know, this week he had, he had, he had a pick, he had nine tackles um, and a pick. So that's a, that's a real solid performance. Um, So he's a guy I don't think you have to pay a ton for yet. That could pay off real nice. And his role is just, um, he took he's he's the man there, and and we were waiting to see it, and it's uh it's happening. So he's yeah, he's a linebacker. Linebacker, I'm looking. Yeah, and I'm guilty of this as much as anybody. But when you draft these rookies, you have got to be so patient. Yep. You know, I told everybody coming out the gate before the draft, Logan Wilson's the guy. Get him now. Did he have the greatest of rookie seasons? No, he didn't. Right. You know, he was, but he had his moments. You know, he was the first Cincinnati Bengal linebacker, if I'm not mistaken, to have a sack and an interception in his rookie year in a long time. Uh, uh, The reps were kind of limited, but there's a learning curve. We talk about it with linebackers, receivers, running backs. Same thing with, with linebackers. There's a learning curve there. You know, Jermaine Pratt had a year on him. Um, you just got to be patient. It's going mm-hmm. If they're good, it will happen. And I think you're mm-hmm. seeing it with a Logan Wilson. I think same thing with his running mate, Akeem Davis-Gaither. You're going to see it. Malik Harrison, you're going to see it. Just be patient. I know – Patrick Queens and these guys are super studs, but these secondary guys, 
pump the brakes, be patient, don't panic. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Patience is key. Just got to wait for these yep. guys to get their chance. If you believe in the talent, you know. Um, I know you're a Logan Wilson guy. I'm a Logan Wilson guy. And uh, I, I'm liking, you know, he's taking over that, that lead dog role in, uh, in Cincinnati. And uh, yeah, I mean, you go back and he, look at his college tape. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people are going to knock him for his competition level in college. But hey, you can only play who you, who you're playing. You know, you he, can only play who you're playing. But I know he went to that, Wyoming, but he can only play who's on the schedule. Yeah. But what did he do at Wyoming? He dominated the level of competition he was playing, and that's what you yeah, got to yeah. do. Yep. The, the it would be one thing for him to play at Wyoming and be mediocre or right. suck. Yes, you're right. But he played at Wyoming and dominated him. So, yep. Okay. Now you're on my radar. Show me what you yep. can do in the NFL now. So, yeah, I'm, I just – is he going to be a Roquan Smith or a Devin White or, or somebody like that? Most likely not. Is he a Micah Parsons? Most likely not. But I do feel he can be an LB2 guy, a high LB2 guy. And man, if you've got a Roquan Smith or Devin White and a Logan Wilson, man, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. I'm taking that to the bank all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, love me some Logan Wilson. How about you? You got anybody? Like somebody that's not quite way up at the top that you're looking to acquire that might be attainable? Man, I'm trying to think. Um, hmm, there's so many kind of like committees, like yeah. <sighs> See, I'm still high on Xavier McKinney. You know, I know they got Jabril Peppers. I know that Logan Ryan is the dude there at safety. Um, but I, I'm, I'm still not selling on him. You know, a lot of people saw so him you, Taylor Ratt last year, but he's are, bounced back this year. Let me ask you this. So with McKinney's dip in snaps this week, are you buying then? If you can get a little bit of a discount, maybe. Buying the dip, as they say, is another thing. Dynasty, yes. Yeah, yeah. I know you're a big McKinney. I like McKinney too, but yeah. I, dynasty, I mean, yes, because yeah, dynasty, yes. I'm talking dynasty, absolutely. Good point. Yep. I mean, if we're talking redraft or within the yeah. next this year, next year, maybe pump the brakes, but dynasty two, three years down the road, absolutely. Because Logan Ryan has been around forever, it's still a stud, but at some point he's going to fall off. Jabril Preppers has been around for a little bit. He's a little bit younger, but for me, McKinney, I think it's still there. I, the value is still yeah. uh, there, and I think – You like him long-term. <laughs> I like him long-term. I think he kind of got overhyped, but not really, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because when he came out, everybody drafted him high, and rightfully so, but – now you're seeing Jabril Peppers. They 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 signed um, Logan Ryan, which kind of hurt his value. But 
The same thing in Arizona with all those safeties. Buda Baker, or not Arizona, with uh, the Rams, with uh, with Jordan, uh, Jordan Fuller, Fuller Taylor and Taylor Rapp, and who Burgess. was the other one? Terrell Burgess. Terrell Burgess. They had another Who's one, not too. not playing at all. Burgess isn't playing. Exactly. So I, I just think rookies are so volatile. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You you got to pump your brakes, you know. You you yep. really got to pump your brakes because not every not every one of them's going to be a Russo. Not every one of them's going to be a Parsons. Mm-hmm. Not every one of them's going to be a. Um, you know, a top three superstar. But if you can draft rookies and get LB, not LB, but if you can get tier two production out of them. <laughs> You're taking that all day. Yep. Yep. Just gotta be a little patient, like you said. Oh, good stuff, man. Awesome, good stuff, my man. Um, not bad for uh, no t- topic for the night. <laughs> we <laughs> we pulled this. We pulled it together. Um, I know both, like we said earlier in the show, both of That's us cool. were uh, were busy, busy as hell today, and. Uh, you had to wait oh, for me to, to jump on here, but we, we got oh, it. We no, got that's it done. Fine, man. <laughs> Tell me when you're good to go and I'll make it happen. But yeah, it's, no, you know, our it, work has been rough and we've been riding and all this good stuff. So check out all the good stuff that me and Kyle's been doing over at IDPGuys.org. And not, not just us, Z Mags, Kyle, or I mean, uh, Joey, um, just we, Jace, we've got um, such a talented, they're, Jace. I mean, they're they're tweeting, Brandon. they're doing YouTube, yep. they're doing articles, they're doing rankings. Johnny. I mean, it's just yeah, yep. it's crazy. Johnny, Todd, everybody, go check us out. Yep. We are uh, There's we're so on much the content. We're, yeah, we're on the verge of taking over for sure. Um, thank our sponsors, MFL. We love them. Uh, Action twenty four seven. Don't forget them. If you like to gamble, you know, go check them out. Uh, use the promo code Hollywood 100 on your first deposit. Um, they're doing odds boost. They're doing daily uh, daily uh, promotions. Go check them out. Go over and check them out for the Nate Diaz glove. Um, yeah, for sure. That's, that's huge. Awesome. So uh, got a lot of stuff going. Yeah, that's huge, man. Um, so go check them out. Um, and anytime when you're supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. And uh, I'm working on a few more, so we'll see what's coming up here pretty soon. Um, please check out our Patreon. You know, I'm posting stuff over there all the time, giving away stuff. Uh, I think me and Kyle's going to do a Patreon next week. So yep. be sure to tune out that. I'm doing that. my top 50 IDP rookie ranks that I've been giving out pretty uh, regularly. Um Yep, polls, awesome. questions, all kinds of stuff. We're going to do some kind of giveaway pretty soon, I think. Um, just check them out, man. And, uh, you know, if you, if you don't want to listen to a podcast or, or Patreon, hit me up in DMs. I'll give you a link. You can support me and Kyle on a PayPal. We do that, too. So, uh, for sure, check us out. We thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for your support. And uh, spread the word. Let everybody know. And, uh you know, send your questions in, 
send your trades in. Um, like tonight, if you're new to IDP and you're not sure, hit us up. We'll hit. That's what me and Kyle like to do. We like to help everybody. Yep. So absolutely, if we um, can help, we're definitely, definitely happy to help, man. And there's no don't feel bad or don't feel ashamed. There's nothing wrong. There's no stupid question. We want to help everybody, and because uh, when you do better, we do better. So that's where we're at. But uh, pretty good show tonight, Kyle. Yeah, man, it turned out all right. Sometimes when you just kind of wing you know, it, it goes. It, it goes all right. You know, I'm glad I bailed you out. I mean, you didn't put a topic <laughs> up, and I, I just kind of had to. Okay, Kyle's dropped the ball again here, and. I'm going to have to put him on my back and carry him again. I mean. Well, here's the deal. Not, you bailed not me that out I there. mind, you know. I know. I know. You're a generous guy. Luckily so for you, bailed, you, I'm a superstar. You are. You are, That's man. what I did. Um, you bailed me out in, that, in the show, and then I bailed you out before the show by showing up when I did before you went all Hollywood on Twitter. So there oh, yeah. we go. Oh, each other's yeah. back. The bird app was about to get the best of Hollywood. That's I just came sliding in. Hey, buddy, what's going on? And you just, did. You know, I was like, oh, shit. I got all this free time. You know, I was trying to listen to music. I'm trying to write an article. I'm trying to do all this. I'm watching baseball. I'm like, oh, shit. Where's Kyle? <laughs> right in the nick of time. You, you, you saved me, buddy. You did. Because... <laughs> I could feel it. I don't know who it was, but somebody was about to catch it. <laughs> you know, well, like Braun Strowman says, they're about to catch his hands. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, let me in, uh, you know, some fiending stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Kyle. Well, I'm happy I made it on time. You know, and then I'm like, okay, Kyle, save me. And I get on the show and what are we talking about, Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> Damn, Kyle, you've had a freaking week, Kyle. Whew. I did you my know, best, buddy. I forgot that I bought concert shirts. You were all pumped about them. Oh, I am kind of pumped about that. Yeah, I am. Should be. Should be. I, bought, I bought me a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. I bought me a a little Skid Row t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby. I like those pics, man. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. Shameless plug here. Check us out on 13 Horns. You know, Kyle, we got to get you on that podcast too with me and Broccoli. I'm in. I'll stop. Oh, by. it's a, oh, it's a, it's a hell of a time. You know, mm -hmm. you, you think I'm Hollywood here. Oh, you get me wound up about some music. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I've listened. I don't know how to take that, Kyle. I don't know if that's a compliment or. It was. You excited, man? Okay. You know, you got to give the people what they want. You know, always. I'm a treasure, Kyle. I don't know if you know that, but I'm a treasure. Oh, I do. Believe me, I do. I, you're definitely a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! But yeah, check us out next week. Send all your questions, trades, etc. In. You know, if you're kind of into the music, check out Thirteen Horns. Uh, it's on all your podcast stuff, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Twitcher, whatever. 
You're just making stuff. stuff up at this point. <laughs> I am not. Podbean? I know what you're talking about. Stitch, Stitcher, Twitcher. Your bitterness, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know that I am. You don't know that? <sighs> you never seen that meme before? Your bitterness, Kyle? First time. It's your Cadillac. It's your Rolls Royces of memes. I'm going to have to post that on Twitter just so everybody knows. Yeah, you probably should. It, first. it may be the greatest of all time. It may be the TB12 meme of all time. Just might be. I have yet to find a situation where it didn't apply. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, it's a game. You know, I'm like, yeah. I've kind of put this meme out there so many times, but it's like you tee it up like a softball on a freaking t-ball tee. I'm just like, Jesus, i got to crank this motherfucker out of the stadium. <laughs> hey, that's what you do, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't hit, I don't hit no singles, baby. Straight grand slamming shit out the stadium. <laughs> like some Cecil Fielder triple deck shit. None of these cheap homers at Yankee Stadium. This shit's going straight out the stadium. That's definitely... Some Barry Bond shit. McCovey Cove shit. Yeah. Well, I'll look for that meme then. Oh, you've not seen it? Well, well, let me show you. Yeah, I'll see it. I I know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll post it here in a second, and uh, we thank you all. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening. Good night, Kyle. Good luck in week three. Yep. Good night, Daryl. Unless I'm playing you, then not good luck, because I want to beat your ass in week three. Bring I'm it. just saying. All right, bring it. Let's go. I, th- I think I beat you in one of our uh, Devi leagues, by the way. You oh, did. yeah. No, oh, I did. I beat that ass. I was like, oh, this is Kyle Bell if you let me spank that ass. <laughs> Check. I'm just, I'm just saying, Kyle. Feel free I'm to hit saying. the button anytime. Nah. I thought about it and I was like, you know, Kyle never remin- reminds me to hit the button twice to begin. I'm just saying. King Henry. Way better than Aaron Rodgers. I'm not taking the bait. Okay. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. You just keep on you just keep you just keep on supporting that tree hugging hippie. I'm just saying. Yep. I'm just listening. I'm listening. Later, guys.